Welcome to Grant and Hope's podcast, where we explore themes around the prophetic and the supernatural. As staff at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we desire to equip the saints for the work of ministry in the power of God. Hey guys, we are looking at the nine manifestation gifts of the Holy Spirit. And specifically this time, we are looking at the word of knowledge. And last session, I mentioned a couple of the gifts of revelation. I'm talking about gifts that reveal something. So we talked about the word of wisdom, and I briefly touched on the word of knowledge gift. And in the last session, I offered a simple description on how they differ, and yet how they're similar. And you can check back to that for more info on the word of wisdom. But today, we will exclusively focus on the word of knowledge gift. Very excited about this because, you know, Hope and I, we are called to focus on equipping the saints for the supernatural work of ministry, for helping believers experience his presence and help them to hear his voice more clearly. And these nine manifestation gifts, I'm excited about talking about these. You know, let's just jump right in. Uh, our verse for today, like we, like always when we're talking about these, is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 11. It says this, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. And like the word of wisdom, it's important to remember that when we talk about these things of such of wisdom and knowledge, when we're talking about these manifestations of the Spirit, all these gifts are supernatural. They're not like natural wisdom or natural knowledge. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone for the profit of all. So when we talk about these gifts, they're not just uh, toys for your own enjoyment, although they can be fun, but think of them as tools for the upbuilding of the body of Christ for helping others. So to start off, first of all, what is a word of knowledge? The word of knowledge. This gift is not human intelligence. It is not knowledge gained from experience, nor is it skill or ability. This is a manifestation gift that comes directly from God, from the Holy Spirit. Some examples, check this out. Revelation chapter 2 through 3, that's when John's on the island of Patmos. He's shown future events. The information contained in some of those future events he was shown would be considered words of knowledge. Ananias in Acts chapter 9 Verse 11 through 12, he received revelation of Saul's conversion in complete detail. Each of those uh, information bits that the Lord showed him could be considered words of knowledge. Uh, this gift of word of knowledge was used to ex expose a hypocrite in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 20 through 27. And the word of knowledge was used to reveal correction for the church in Acts chapter 5, verse 3. Think of Ananias and Sapphira by Peter. This gift, this word of knowledge gift, helped the disciples find a suitable meeting place for God's people in Mark chapter 14, verse 13 through 15. The word of knowledge gift may come by means of a dream or vision. However, dreams or visions should always agree with God's word. So to start this off with, let me just share a personal testimony of one of the first times that I encountered the word of knowledge manifestation in my own life. I hope that this example illustrates how simple yet how profound this gift of the Spirit can look like. And I'll share several other personal examples of the word of knowledge near the end. But here's my first story. So one time, 
on a road trip, I prayed for God to show me some words of knowledge for the cashier at the Jack in the Box I was stopping at. So it was one of those kind of road trips, long road trips, driving all the way up and down the I-5 from Northern California to Southern and back again. And we stopped that Jack in the Box for some, you know, road trip food. So uh, approaching the cashier and just that minute or two waiting in line, I just said, Lord, show me, Lord, show me some words of knowledge for this person. And that when I prayed, I got a word of knowledge of horses for this cashier lady. Basically, I just had an impression in my eyes of my heart. I saw a picture of horses. So I go up to the, the cashier. I, I order my food. And after I order my food, I ask her, hey, uh, this is random, but do horses mean anything to you? Are horses important to you? And she looked shocked and she was annoyed in a way that she responded. She was like, yes, uh, why does that matter to you? I've owned seven horses. Wow. Like, and that's amazing, right? So the Lord showed me that this lady, there's some connection with her and horses. And she's like, yeah, I don't just own a horse or horses aren't just important to me. I have actually, I've owned seven horses. And that right there was an open door for me to tell her that I just prayed and asked God and asked Jesus to tell me words of knowledge uh, for her. And he showed me that horses and basically I got to explain to her, hey, if it matters to you, it matters to him. He cares for you. So cast your cares upon him. If he showed me this, you know, he, he cares deeply about you and just pointed her to Jesus. That was one of the my first experiences with the word of knowledge on my own. But to move on, let's go deeper in defining what is a word of knowledge. Jack Hayford says, A word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation of information pertaining to a person or an event given for a specific purpose, usually having to do with an immediate need. Word of knowledge is revelation with information related to the past or present. It is not called the gift of knowledge. The Lord reveals a word or fragment of information related to people, places, or things. Word of knowledge can be manifested through a vision, angel, dream, or gift of prophecy. The, the gifts of prophecy and word of knowledge and word of wisdom often operate together. So let's go more into word of knowledge definitions. Word knowledge is a supernatural revelation of the divine will and plan of God. It's supernatural insight or understanding of circumstances or a body of facts by revelation. That is, by revelation we mean without assistance of any human resource but solely by divine aid of the Lord. Word of knowledge implies a deeper, more advanced understanding of the communicated acts of God. It involves moral wisdom for right living in relationships. Word of knowledge requires objective understanding concerning divine things and human duties. And word of knowledge may also refer to knowledge of God or of the things that belong to God as related in the, to the, in the gospel. I love how Sean Bulls describes word of knowledge. He says, it's one of the three revel revelatory gifts cited in the Bible. A word of knowledge includes supernatural revelation by the Holy Spirit about something that's important to God. 
While word and knowledge are not solely discerned, the information includes specific facts that will help bring God's knowledge through a manifest form into your life or into the life of someone you're ministering to and sharing God's heart with. A word of knowledge is a divine knowing of a fact about a person, place, thing, or situation that's in the past or present. Word of knowledge can also be a fragment of knowing, uh, uh, sorry, Word of knowledge can also be a fragment of knowledge God gives to an individual. A word of knowledge cannot originate from an already known fact or from research. So when we're talking about word of knowledge, you know, knowledge in scripture can refer to the knowledge of truths of the faith, such as the, the fact that our old self was crucified with Christ. You know, you read about that in Romans chapter six, verse six. Or knowledge can also refer to the knowledge of ordinary facts. The gift of word and knowledge refers to a supernatural knowledge of facts that does not come through study or from research or from experience or by any human means. Often, word and knowledge involves knowledge of something God desires to do or he is about to do in a particular situation. You look at in the book of Acts, Peter manifested this gift when he supernaturally knew that Ananias and Sapphira had lied about the proceeds of their property in Acts chapter 5, verse 3 and 9. Later, another, Ananias in Damascus in this time, he had a word of knowledge that Saul, later Paul, the persecutor, had just been converted to Christ and was temporarily blinded, but he would be healed by the laying on of hands and see Acts chapter 9 for that. And while evangelizing, Paul had a word of knowledge that a crippled man listening to him had faith to be made well. As soon as Paul declared the word, saying in a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet, the man sprang up and began walking in Acts chapter 14 verse 10. The first letter of John says, And this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that which we asked of him in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, 15. The key here is according to his will. The word of knowledge is a means by which God makes us aware of what he of what is according to his will in a particular setting. And that's why uh, word of knowledge is very key in healings and praying for the sick. You know, there's something about word of knowledge used today, especially in the area than the ministry and area of healing, a word of knowledge can reveal a condition or pain that God wants to heal in a particular setting. So if the person understands its purpose, the word of knowledge causes a greater measure of faith to rise up both in the heart of the one who received the word of knowledge, but also the faith, the measure of faith can grow in the heart of the person it is for when they hear it spoken. Without understanding, however, a word of knowledge only creates curiosity. I like how Brian Simmons talks about the word of knowledge. He says, The gift of the message of revelation knowledge has been defined by some as the Holy Spirit's impartation through an impression, a vision, or his voice that gives understanding of a person or situation that can, cannot be known through the natural mind of man. The word of knowledge may be exercised in the prayer for healing. This revelation knowledge is seen in Paul's healing of blindness in Acts 9 and in Acts 10 through 11 with Peter's revelation knowledge of Cornelius' servants outside his house and the, subs uh, the following salvation of Cornelius and his household. The word of knowledge 
includes known facts that are unknown to the speaker, such as names, dates, or events to come. So the word of knowledge, I love the word of knowledge gift because it's a gift of the Holy Spirit and it's supernatural insight into a circumstance or problem. It is a God-given piece of information about the past or present or about someone or a situation. A word of knowledge comes to mind from the Lord, but totally not by natural means. It's receiving a word of knowledge that synchronizes us with the mind of God. See 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8. You know, let's talk about some more scriptural examples of the word of knowledge. I mentioned a couple, and I, I just want to go more into some more examples. So let's talk about uh, the word of knowledge in scripture. A tiny portion of God's total knowledge supernaturally imparted by the Holy Spirit but operated under God's control. This is the word of knowledge gift. So let's look at John chapter 1, verse 47 through 49. This is one of my favorite examples because it deals with Jesus seeing Nathanael under the fig tree. The result in his life was conviction that he was the Messiah, the King of Israel. Another example is uh, the woman at the well in John chapter 4, verse 16 through 19. The Lord Jesus had several words of knowledge, even about the Samaritan woman's five husbands. That was supernaturally revealed by the Holy Spirit to the Lord, and he spoke it to her, and the result was conviction in her own life. I mentioned this before, Acts chapter 5, Peter's knowledge of Ananias and Sapphira. Uh, Acts chapter 9, Ananias' knowledge of Saul, followed by directive word of wisdom, resulted in open heart for, for Saul. Uh, Acts chapter 10, Peter was informed of the messengers from Cornelius. And also Acts chapter 20, verse 22 through 23, and Acts chapter 21, verse 10 through 11. These were s- several different warnings given to Paul of what awaited him in Jerusalem. So, let's look deeper at the importance of the word of knowledge. A, a, message, of the, a message of knowledge is God or the Lord Jesus providing to you information, insight, and understanding about something. You know, Scripture says that many believed in Jesus because, because he gave a word of knowledge to the woman at the well. She said about Jesus, He told me all that I ever did in John chapter 4, verse 1 through 42. If you want to function in the revelatory gifts, in the prophetic, you're going to have to be willing to take a step of faith and sail into uncharted waters with God. Why not launch out into the deep and give a word of knowledge to the grocery checkout clerk, right? <laughs> Jesus also liked to take the prophetic anointing outside the church. Remember the time that Jesus met the Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus had a powerful word of knowledge and told her about events in her life. Not only did she get saved, she told the people of the city what had happened and they came out to listen to Jesus. There was a revival in the city because of one word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is the prophetic it's just a different expression of the gift of prophecy, the revelatory gifts. I would say that it's one of my favorite ways that the Holy Spirit uses me in the prophetic is the word of knowledge. I love that when he shows me some things about people's past and present. And before I go into more reasons why the word of knowledge is important, I do want for the sake of clarity to just go over again briefly the difference between a word of wisdom and word of knowledge. They're very similar, uh, and they often work seamlessly together. 
as a, even a single revelation from God, a single message from God, that they can both consist of a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom. And we call these revelation manifestations because they deal with the Lord revealing something to us. And remember, we're talking about the word of knowledge. This is the facts concerning the case. And what people may not realize all the time is wisdom is the right use of the right use of or exercise of knowledge. So, for example, when God gives revelation to a person, if he gives you a word, right, it may involve either or both a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom. So if I mentioned this last time, you know, if he gives a, a message of knowledge, if he gives you information, he will often give it with a message of wisdom so that you will know what to do with the information you have just received. If he doesn't give you a message of wisdom, it usually means that what you are to do is clear from the word of God, from the Bible, or it's clear from natural wisdom based on the five senses, so like common sense. So as we saw in its definition earlier, the manifestation of a word of knowledge is when the Lord reveals and gives to a believer information about something. Even if it's only a little bit of information, it is still knowledge. And a good example would be from the Bible in the life of Joseph. Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream in Genesis chapter 41. And in this situation, the Lord revealed to Joseph knowledge about the meaning of Pharaoh's dream, which was that there would be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. The revelation is a word of knowledge because it only gives information. It only gives the facts about the case. So when God gives you or anyone else a word of knowledge, he may or may not need to give a word of wisdom so that the person will know what to do. So like if you lost your car keys, all God has to do is let you know where they are. He doesn't have to give you a word of wisdom, a directive word, and then say, go get them, right? Because he's already shown you a word of knowledge of where the keys are. The, so basically, like the word of wisdom he also gives words of knowledge sometimes, right? So if God had told Joseph about the years of plenty and the years of famine, but then never said what to do about it, the best Joseph could have ever done in that case would have been to pick a reasonable solution. However, God did give Joseph a word of wisdom, and Joseph told Pharaoh to store up 20% of the harvest during the plenteous years for the upcoming famine years. When God gives a person direction and tells them what to do, then it is a word of wisdom. Versus a word of knowledge is just like the facts, like how God gave Joseph the like the the knowledge of uh, the dream. So let's talk about why are words of knowledge important. Well, these are three of my favorite reasons why words of knowledge are important. One, words of knowledge create belief. So the uh, the amazing thing about words of knowledge is that they can remove walls from people's hearts. So in ministry situations, in just everyday life, when you're operating with the Holy Spirit and partnering with Him, with given words of knowledge, they create belief and faith in people to respond to His own per prophetic words or healing or even the gospel message when you're sharing the gospel. Uh, here's reason number two. Words of knowledge open people's hearts. So the amazing thing about words of knowledge is that they open up people's hearts probably faster than almost anything else. Remember like in the case of Nathaniel, Jesus gave the one word that I saw you under the fig tree. You have no guile, right? 
and Nathaniel then confessed that he was Jesus was the king of Israel. Uh, that's just amazing how, how fast it can open up people's hearts. Uh, here's reason number three of why I think words of knowledge are important. Words of knowledge are like Holy Spirit clues. So words of knowledge can function like clues and indicators that can create deeper conversations with people. Correct words of knowledge are like an incredible cheat sheet of conversation starters from the heart of Holy Spirit with topics that are important to him for that specific person. So words of knowledge are definitely a relationship builder gift. They help build connection and trust with people very, very quickly. Remember, remember the woman at the well. So you may be asking, you know, well, I love all these definitions and I love why they're important, but how how do we receive words of knowledge or how do most people commonly perceive words of knowledge? So in my own experience, I would say that there's two main common ways that we perceive or receive words of knowledge. Number one is impressions for for sure like the the horse that i saw like when i i mentioned my story earlier uh with the cashier this was like a quick snapshot on the eye in the with the eyes of my heart on my mind i i just prayed really quick and i saw like a snapshot of horses and then bam it was gone just a slight impression so i believe this is the number one way that most people hear from god impressions is the theme it's like having God download his thoughts to you or he downloads a picture into your mind. For example, this may look like feelings or it might feel like a fresh idea or thoughts or or even like word associations or puns. The Lord's very creative and he can give you different impressions in different ways. But two scriptural examples you can look up later is Mark chapter 2 verse 8 and Luke chapter 24 verse 45. But the second most common way uh, is through visions. And a vision is, just to define it, it's when you receive a word picture or you may receive a mental image or it may be like a daydream realm visual. Like, you know, that same place where you daydream. It may be the vision that God gives you may be a daydream realm visual. It may be a full-on moving picture or it could be an open picture or an open visionary experience. Look at like Acts chapter 9 or Acts chapter 16 verse 9 through 10. And you may be asking yourself, okay, that's great. What are some ways and how to actively grow in words of knowledge? And I want to share some real practical advice that I found helpful from Sean Bowles. And he gives you I want to just share three quick practical advice on how to grow in words of knowledge. Number one, ask lots of questions. You know, if you aren't getting revelation, don't just think to yourself that God isn't speaking to you or talking to you. He loves to hide himself so that you can come and find him. He loves this chase, this like hide and seek and the intimacy it builds. So, Go after words of knowledge. Try to get words of knowledge like Jesus did for the woman at the well. You know, here's a simple practical step. Ask lots of questions. So make a list. Ask God each one. And then see if he answers. He just might. So, for example, you can ask God the following five things. Number one, what do you love about them? Number two, 
what is their name? Number three, what is a date on the calendar that is important to them? Number four, what is something they are gifted in that you love about them? And number five, who are some of the people important to them? So just write down each of those questions and then ask the Lord, go after him. So ask him about those five questions. He might just answer you. Now, these questions can help you to not draw a blank when you feel the presence of God. So start with the love of God in the person's heart. Because it's important to remember that God is always a connector of heart before purpose. So sometimes we don't hear properly or hear in the way that is more productive, if I can say that. Because we don't ask what God wants to talk about. We just go into what we want to talk about. But if you go to God and ask the things that are important that you know that are according to his will, that are on his heart for that person's heart to know him more and to fall more in love with Jesus... You can't just assume you know, and then you'll just end up asking the wrong question. So all of our questions that we ask the Lord of words of knowledge for people should start with, Jesus, what are your favorite things that you love about them? Start with the love of God. All right. So number two of how to grow in words of knowledge practically, you're going to have to take risk. Now, words of knowledge, the unique thing about words of knowledge is they are either completely right or wrong. There's no middle ground, right? (laughs) You can't say, I feel like you were born in 1987, (laughs) in July 9th, right? No, it's going to be right or wrong. So the only way we can know if we heard from God correctly is to take the risk and to ask people if our words of knowledge mean anything to them. It's just like what John Wimber said, faith is spelled R-I-S-K. You have to step out. You have to take a risk or else how are you going to know if you heard from him correctly or not? So number three advice I want to say is feel free to practice anywhere and everywhere asking word of knowledge questions with things like, hey, by chance does blank, does this mean something to you? Give him the word. Just say something simple. Just make it normal, right? Be supernaturally natural. Just say, hey, I had a thought. I thought I had a spiritual moment for you in prayer. May I share it with you? Hey, by chance, does this mean something to you? We must remember that the anointing of wisdom and word of knowledge, these are valuable gifts to the church and they are available today. I love how scripture encourages us to recognize our need for the gift of words of wisdom and to ask for it. The word of knowledge is a gift that should be tested by scripture as God would never contradict himself. So that's something important to remember when we're talking about the word of knowledge. And in conclusion of the word of knowledge, I want to just share a couple of more personal examples and testimonies. I'm going to share just a couple more from my own life, kind of try to illustrate what it can look like. And Here's an example of how the word of knowledge and how healing go together. Uh, Here's the first one. I was in a meeting once where I happened to have a water bottle with me as I was praying for people in the front. So this was a uh, visiting a a church with a ministry team context. So we got invited to go to a church and we're up in the front after the service to pray for people. And each of our team would share from the microphone to call out words of knowledge. So we just took turns 
And as I was waiting for my turn, I started bouncing the water bottle on my knee. And I felt a quickened impression in my mind. I felt like I heard the Holy Spirit say that someone had water on the knee in their right knee that needed to be healed. That was something that he wanted to do. So as it was my turn, as I was handed the microphone, I called out that word of knowledge. I said, hey, somebody here has water on the knee in their right knee and God wants to heal them right now. Right after I spoke it out, an older lady responded almost immediately and she came up to the front and the team and I, we all prayed for her and, and God healed her that night. So oftentimes like God will give you words of knowledge uh, with body parts and sometimes you may even feel them. Uh, in your body, you may feel like a sympathetic pain in your body. And that's just the Lord speaking to you with your physical body that he wants to heal that area of someone around you. And let me share another story. Uh, one time I was at, I went to a Shasta High football game in Redding, California. Uh, we used to, usually I'd go out with other friends and Bethel students that I we we go on like outreach typically on like Friday nights, and uh, on one particular night, nine high nine high school kids got saved, and probably around six of them got healed. And how it worked is we went up to a group of guys, just me and a couple of friends, and just started praying for words of knowledge for people. And I ended up asking one guy if he was a wrestler into UFC and martial arts, and uh, he told me he's been training in multiple martial arts for years and was a fighter. And uh, this is just like in a casual conversation. I think I remember I had like a Slurpee in my hand, like just praying in my heart and asking God for words of knowledge about these guys. And it's nothing you could tell from like their outside. Like he wasn't wearing like, you know, tap out shirts or something. He It was just like no, a couple of normal looking teenagers and we're just talking to them. So I asked another guy, if he did hip hop dancing, because I when I was praying, I just had a picture, an impression in my heart of him doing like kind of hip hop dancing, like he was a dancer. Nothing on the outside again that I could I could, you know, guess that or anything. And and he's and he freaked out. He was like, "What are you, some kind of psychic?" He even said that with a surprised look. And right there, my friends and I we explained to him what the prophetic was and how it was from Jesus. And they thought it was pretty cool and we, we prayed for them and some of their friends and they would get healed and then they would go get their friends and they'd come check out what we're doing and it just kind of kept, those are the kind of situations that it, it escalates. Like if people experience that and they want to go and get their friends to come, hey, you got to see this, this is crazy. Like they're praying and like Jesus is talking to them and yeah, so that night there ended up being nine kids got saved and six of them healed. Uh, let me share another story. This is a fun one. Uh, one time in a prophecy room context, this is a, I was praying for a young married couple. And as I was praying, I got several words of knowledge for the husband. And I prayed and prophesied over him. And then I was praying for his wife. And I saw four distinct details in my mind for her that I asked God as I was praying for her. And I had four questions for her that related to the words of knowledge I was trying to perceive. So when I was praying for this, for his wife, I saw like uh, the Sydney Opera House in Australia. I saw the, the like the city of Sydney. I saw the Opera House. I saw like the bridge. I saw the water. And as I was praying about it, I 
saw like Hillsong Church and I saw like worship and worship leader. So as I was going to share some prophetic words for her, I, I wanted to start off with asking her if these details meant anything because those were four distinct words of knowledge. So I wanted to see how they were. So this is how it happened. I talked to the wife. I said, hey, I just want to encourage you with a couple of things. Hey, does Sydney mean anything to you? And right away, her husband said, are you serious? And his wife started to tear up. And I told them of the picture that I saw of the opera house in Sydney, Australia. After I said that, they both teared up. And they they were like, they started freaking out. They're like, we were just talking about Sydney. We had just been talking about moving there before our visit here. And they, they were coming through the IHOP prophecy rooms at this time. And then I asked, was it for Hillsong? Is Does Hillsong mean something to you? And the wife started crying. She's like, yes, we were just talking about going there. And then I asked, are you a worship leader? Like, do you lead worship in some kind of context? And she's like, yes, I am one. I'm, I'm a worship leader. And then I got to tell her, well, God just revealed all these words of knowledge, all these details to let you know that he loves your voice and that he is with you. He's with you on this stage of your journey. And then I just prophesied that God cares about what they care about more than they even care about it. And I went on into some other prophetic words. So there's a couple of examples from my own life, a couple of stories. and But this is all the time that I want to share just for a words of knowledge gift. I hope that these descriptions and scriptures and commentaries and personal stories were helpful for you while talking about the word of knowledge. I want to end this time just in a brief time of prayer. Uh, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the word of knowledge gift. I thank you for how it relates to healing. God, I thank you for how how it relates to secrets of men's hearts being revealed openly that stirs them up to to seek after you and to yearn after you. And I thank you, Lord, for uh, this manifestation gift. I ask for an increase in everyone who is listening to this, Lord, increase the manifestation of words of knowledge for healing, for salvation, for prophecy. God, that you would expand your kingdom, that we would partner with you, that you would work with us, that we would partner with what is on your heart, that you would show us details of facts, insights, people that are important to them, uh, dates on calendars that are important to them, names of people, Lord, things that are precious to people's hearts, that you would reveal those things and make them known to us as we go about our day and as we pray for others. Lord, for the sake of building up your body, would you increase this gift of word of wisdom? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating on iTunes and feel free to share with a friend. Our ministry is made possible through our financial partner team. If you feel stirred to give, you can do so by using the link in our bio.